welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Land Cave where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. I got nothing clever to say today. Nothing to say. That's too bad. Nothing clever? I. No. What happened this week? What's going Not on a this lot. Is there, is there One thing. On? I, feel like, I feel like there's enough, like, you know, there's obviously like war and inflation and all that stuff going on, but is there anything just goofy going on? Like... I Will mean, didn't post slap anybody this week. Like, no, we, uh, new do? new Lizzo thing blowing up TikTok. But other than that, like, that's about it. <laughs> Catching weird parts of my table here. Yeah, it's fun. Now the um, yeah, it's. I feel like we're in the we're in the we're in the post uh, we're in the um, uh, the post Marvel movie uh, depression of that wasn't the movie wasn't bad. But like, I think a lot of people were like, uh, "I got over." Was it a horror movie? No, I mean, there's there's some horror-ish things in there, but there's, it's not really scary. There's the stuff going around that some people think that it should have been rated R. Do you think no. those people are soft? Hold um, as a uh, as no. a as both a horror fan and a Disney household. Okay, there's there's they one part the line. There's one part that I'm like, that's a little, that's a little much. Okay. Um, like, like, would you bring an eight-year-old to it? Probably not. But it's like, PG-13, you know, I wouldn't bring an eight-year-old yeah. to it anyway. Well, PG-13 is supposed to mean you've got parental guidance if you're under 13. That's what it's supposed to mean. It doesn't mean for only people who are 13 and up. So no, but it would not. I, I think there's there's certain aspects to it that I'm like, eh, no. Uh, I, mean, I don't think I'm, R. I'm from no. the I'm from the I'm from the decade where we invented PG thirteen because Indiana Jones stuck his nope. hand yep. Yep. and ripped out a heart. <laughs> Kalima. And, Kalima. You know, that that happened. Is yeah. it worse or tamer than ripping a heart out of a guy's chest and watching? Honestly, it I think it, I think it's not as bad as that. I mean, that's a that's a pretty that's a that's a it's an intense scene yeah i'd say a lot of the stuff that you see here isn't as um real if you want to if you want to describe it as like you know more fantasy stuff um i will say it is very sam raimi like if you like what sam raimi does then you're gonna you're you know i think some people thought the tone was a little weird and we're dancing around spoilers here because owen has not seen it i have and i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody yeah so um i'd say i don't think it needed to be an r um i i I have some things that i was disappointed in but there were some things that i really enjoyed so i'll put it that way i i kind of went on a roller coaster this week of of my feelings on that um 
but yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Means, no means one. You probably uh, have to see it again. I, that's exactly what it like, is. Like just so. like one of those like second opinion things where like we were actually talking about that today, uh, where we were just talking about Star Wars. You know, yeah. As we always do, and I, there was a, a clip on Twitter of Ewan McGregor talking about. Um, the Star Wars trilogy and how they had a really hard time filming it. He was like, "This we're talking about like the early ages of green screen and Lucas like really wanted to use that and that was really hard to to film." And he's talking about how critically it, they also didn't do well and the adults like hated it and and then he's talking to this crowd. He's like, "But then there's you guys. You guys were you know you were the young generation." watching the trilogy and we find out now like you loved it and so he's like this is really refreshing for me and so uh first of all wholesome content right there i was like hey i was a teenager that loved the prequels didn't love them as much as the original but still love them but uh we're talking about episode eight in particular and i was like i really did not like episode eight the first time i saw it and then the second time i saw it I put on some different goggles and I actually really enjoyed it minus the extra 30 minutes of fluff that was not needed in there. Like they they could just like cut that out and it would have made for a much better viewing. So Mm -hmm. there's those movies where it's like, do I hate this? Do I not hate this? Like, is it because the internet tells you to hate it? Is that why? (laughs) So you got to have that, that second lens. And like I said, right before you saw it, there was somebody that I saw online where the, it was two guys that went to see it on opening night. And one was like, it's my favorite Marvel movie. And he said that his friend said it's his least favorite Marvel movie. So it's, like this it's, spectrum. it's definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not going to say it's not Thor, the dark world. Um, it's uh, I'm trying to think what are, what is the other, what, that picture that I sent you and Robert of oh, for Thor, just swole at Natalie, yeah. just like yeah. There's some there's some pictures also that like people of like you know paparazzi. Obviously, like I don't condone paparazzi in any way, but like there were some pictures that were going around like that. You're like, okay, she did get some size because she is she is not a the depending on your bone structure, etc. I'm not going to go into it, but like that dictates like how much how much muscle mass you're going to be able to obtain naturally that's why some people naturally will be able to build more muscle than other people she has a very small frame she's short and also has a has very small like you know petite bone structure i'm impressed by what they you know what they packed on her and it's, that's also harder for a woman to do that so yeah yeah, that's that lady's awesome. like five three, maybe a hundred pounds on yeah, like a normal yeah, day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know I don't know, like, like uh, you know, pound wise, like you know what we're we're talking there. Muscle is dense, and she doesn't care. You know, she's not one that uh, um, she didn't have a lot of body fat on her because people are like, oh, muscle weighs weighs more than fat, sure, but she's wasn't very big. So yeah, like you said, hundred pounds. So it could well, have crazy. been. She's also 12, vegan, 15 so pounds. She she was putting that on with no animal, yep. pro, like not saying that. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. but still just like vegan protein like I yeah think there's something also pretty uh, hardcore about that you couldn't just go yeah. eat some steaks and stuff can't yeah which is which is easier i will say uh vegan protein if you want to do in in my opinion don't do soy do pea protein 
So yeah, it, it is, uh, protein, yeah. yeah, it's much better when it comes to that. Of course, you guess. guys didn't come here for this, but it's, you get a little bit of that, but peas have a lot of good protein, you know, legumes and all that, but like you can do pea protein. It's considerably, I actually think in some ways it's better than whey protein, unless you're doing like post, post-workout stuff, but you guys didn't come here to, to listen to me ramble about, uh, about fitness. If you did, let me know, but probably not. <laughs> uh, but occasionally we do talk about video games. A little bit, a little bit of video games, a little bit of Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek. I do need to watch. Did you watch the new Star Trek series, by the way? In the first pilot. episode, yeah, the pilot, yeah, yeah. The pilot, yeah. I did. Yeah. I okay. am not unhappy after okay. a very lackluster <laughs> second season. Like, so Picard started out such like I was really mm-hmm. feeling Picard season two, and then it just like went Thelma and Louise like off a cliff, mm. and yeah. so coming off of like kind of like a disappointing second half of Picard. It was really refreshing. I think that the the dude playing Pike is awesome. Um, getting number one. That's the on dude there. from the. That's the dude from um, the movie, right? From Discovery. Wasn't he back from the? Oh, that's right. He was in Discovery as Pike. Yeah. And okay. then their little their little Shatner twist is interesting, and so uh, not Shatner twist. Their Kirk twist. Uh, okay. Shatner, Shatner is not in the show. Uh, thank goodness. Um, yeah. I am looking forward to it. I also I didn't write this down because we didn't know we were talking Star Trek. But last night, uh, over the weekend, I bought Deep Space Nine for thirty dollars on uh, on iTunes, as we had talked about. Yeah. Watch the watch the pilot episode last night. Nice nice little ninety minute, just taking myself back to my my childhood. So I'm gonna. I love it. It's going to be one of those things where instead of scrolling over the next few months, you know, mm-hmm. anytime that I start hitting that, like, what the crap do I watch? I'm just going to go watch an episode of DS9. Go watch it. Yeah. Get, get some that of that comfort good. food. That was what uh, I don't know if it was you or another friend of mine that just described it perfectly. Like, DS9 is just Star Trek comfort food. And it wasn't me, but I like it. I mean, yeah. And so it's... I'm going to be slowly going back through that series again. The best track of all time. Don't at me you can at me if you want but you're wrong yeah okay. i no i think it's the best trek um it's not without its flaws but i no. will say that the the worst deep space nine episode is considerably better than the worst uh, tng episode and i'll i'll argue on that um at, at it i mean tng is great and 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 everything but classic God, there's something there's something about to me and i know i've talked about this on uh, on the show but like there's something to me about like how deep space nine embodied like all of these cultures having to work together where in the other series you have a homogenized oh we're all the federation we're all we're all in the same mindset even though we're different races which is great but you don't have as much of conflict of like you know people who are okay we're going to get along but we've got recent history that's going on or uh different cultures and like learning learning about their cultures and I thought that was cool. Like, and every anything uh, Worf on Deep Space Nine. I know that doesn't come till what season four, I think season three, season four. Four, four sounds accurate. Yeah, yeah. So I know it doesn't come until later, but like that and like any Jedzia Worf stuff is is awesome. And anything Quark, obviously. But uh, and Garrick, there's that show's great. There's just too many. That that that's where it really stands for me. Like in terms of like TNG mm-hmm. and being like the classic. Like I. For TNG, it's like Picard's awesome, and yep. 
not that like but he's like the show whereas sure. like ds9 i really like that ensemble more than any of the other trek ensembles like yeah there are very few characters that i just dislike i mean like even people like mourn where mourn yeah. is awesome like a guy who never says anything the entire the entirety yeah. of the series is awesome but and they the, joke that he won't shut up or something like yeah court <laughs> jokes like, about that. they always like he's basically a character that apparently talks off screen mm-hmm. uh which is even funnier but that ensemble i think was great i even even esri later on is fine although i really don't like her that much in terms of like because i was just still mad about them killing off the character so i was like I, w- I was such a mixed bag because uh, uh, I had a crush on Nicole DeBoer at the time. So, sure. and she she plays uh, Esri. So her coming in there, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this because, you know, Jedzy is amazing and Esri's, eh? But yeah, I'll just, she was on uh, Sliders. That's the other show that she was on. Old, old uh, some uh, some nice sci-fi there, but yeah, it's I, I will I'll, I'll end on this. I'd rather watch a Jake episode than watch a Wesley episode. I'll just say that hundred percent. When you see <laughs> dude, dude, and that, talking, like even though like the old like the old Jake, I'm not good at like a lot of people like Trek. are good at knowing episode names, but the old yeah. Jake episode, it's one of the yeah. greatest episodes in Trek. Yeah. Like yeah, it's one of the most emotional episodes of Trek of all time. There's, oh, some, so good yeah like even even like i said even the worst stuff but uh let's talk about what you've been doing you've been doing a little bit of gaming you did some lego I, builders I, journey i finally got over the hump like in it yeah it took just i downloaded this on apple arcade because uh it apple I'll, by the way apple arcade excellent library if you have an yeah. ios device that uh it's five bucks a month and if you get a backbone controller or a kishi which i highly recommend you can also get like a mount for a ds uh a dualshock or or whatever but great library um yeah but i i saw this game because i saw a tweet that it was coming to console and i was like i remember this being on arcade so i downloaded it it it's just a cute little puzzle game uh you build things uh to progress like this kind of unspoken story between uh what is child and parent i'm assuming um i think it's like three hours long but literally what was going on is i beat elden ring and i just wasn't able like i didn't want to pick up a game at all didn't want to pick up a game post souls depression yeah i tried to i tried to start a visual novel on vita wasn't feeling it it was too weeby um i i tried i I did play some switch sports because that doesn't really require like i don't really consider that like just like gaming gaming played some mario golf and so i finally beat a game i rolled credits on this game and then the next day i started marvel's guardians of the galaxy so i just needed something (laughs) to just kind of just to get over the fact that i beat ellen ring and nothing is like it's just one of the you know it's just one of those games that's just yeah it was so that's a good that's a good power cleanser whatever play yourself a little three hour just this cute little puzzle game with Legos. I love Legos. And there's a free build mode that I didn't explore, but you can apparently like build your own stuff, which I'm sure there's lots of creative people uh, that can do something with that. Um, But then I started Guardians of the Galaxy and I got through the first chapter of that yesterday. Uh, Hmm. Really good. Really good. The gameplay is kind of meh, but you you can make it a... 
uh, you can do custom difficulty. So not just like medium, hard, easy. You can go in there and be like, okay, I'll take normal damage, but I deal extra damage. And then uh, you can do things like lower your cooldown times and stuff like that. So you can kind of oh, that's cool. tweak it. You can make it as hard yeah. or as kind of easy as you want. Um, the dialogue is what's going to make this game. You can really tell. They literally do. They do not stop talking. Like at least yep. through the first chapter. I've only there, played the first chapter, but yeah, yeah. There's maybe yeah. maybe five seconds of silence throughout the entire first chapter. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've only it's been a while since I played it, but I played the first chapter, and it didn't seem like I got like the the repeat. Like sometimes you get like, oh, they're saying that yeah. line again that I didn't get that. Oh, by the way, in the chat, my chat by the way is now popping up on the screen. I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, in cool. the chat, uh, Alan from uh, Magic from the Magic Minute uh, saying Picard or Cisco. Um, so Cisco, bro. <laughs> so Alan, I met in college, oh. and the reason I met him was I was he was uh, he was working the coffee shop, and he heard me talking about uh, how I thought Benjamin Cisco was the greatest Starfleet captain, and you know he just interjects into the into the conversation because of course, so he's like twenty five feet away from me, like yelling across the cafeteria, or whatever. Um, and, uh, he was like, and my reasoning was cause Cisco punches Q in the face. I mean, there's other reasons, but like, that's how we met. That's, yeah. <laughs> so funny enough, we're talking about, talking about that and, uh, and Alan pops in. So shout out to Alan there. Had to, had to bring that up. Um, yeah. So, uh, guardian, yeah. Guardians. I need to jump back in this cause I thought it was fun. Actually the wife played this and, uh, because I was going to play it and she was like, oh, let me try. I don't mind in the, this, this kind of game isn't a game that I would say your spouse is going to, your spouse is going to enjoy watching and listening to what's going on in it from, you know, similar to, I'd say like the telltale games and stuff. It's not, uh, it's not a slog where you're having to wait for someone to grind, at least not that I've played. It seems very narrative uh, driven. So yeah, you have to let me know if the rest of it is, uh, is similar. I feel like even if it is, like you can drop it you can make it way easier like you can make yeah. your damage increase and all the cooldowns lower and make them hit less hard so right now i have it on like they hit me for normal but i hit harder uh, yeah. and stuff like that so it seems like if it if there's any annoying parts i can just drop it down to to the narrative experience um we'll see like i don't even know how long yeah. it is it's just i had it i i I've gotten two more games in, and then I have two more, one from Limited Run and one from, I always forget the name of the company. They do exactly what Limited Run does, but they're not Limited mm -hmm. Run, um, which is I have KOTOR, Limited Run, and then I have um, Death's Door, which I know is on Game Pass, but I wanted to play it on Switch. And then I have no more pre-orders. I have no more games <laughs> like I'm done. ordered right now. I've spent so much money this year yeah. and it's only may i am really trying to hold off i know that we got the xbox showcase coming up next month um the there was a the tweet i don't know if, if we included that in the news did we no that no. final fantasy 16 is is closing in i expect to see a trailer at summer games fest i expect that game to be released in october or November, 
I'm hoping that that's the next game that like I buy and order unless Nintendo's like, hey, we're dropping Wind Waker on Switch or Xbox is like something that's not on Game Pass. So, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm i trying really hard to, to slow it down. So I bought Guardians yeah. last year. Gotta play Guardians. Yep. Yeah. Bought that's, other crap. Well, gotta play it. <laughs> well, one good thing, at least with Xbox, is if you have, you know, Game Pass, all, you know, Game Pass... You're more than. I mean, we haven't seen anything launch that's a you know, first-party exclusive that's not on Game Pass. It's part of the selling point. Um, I know there's going. There are games that are going to be, you know, on there that aren't on Game Pass. I uh, I jumped into my Xbox after not turning it on for the past four months, yeah. and uh, downloaded some stuff off Game Pass to uh, to play and uh, yeah. got some stuff that uh, uh, like Whitney Games, but like. You know, she doesn't dig into it like we do, and and you know, and research. But every now and then, she'll send me a TikTok or uh, of like this, you know, someone who's talking about a game. Um, but yeah, I was going through there just downloading stuff, and she was like, "Wait, what's that? What's that?" And she has certain gameplay gameplay uh, types that she just can't dig. So like immediately, she's like, "Nope, not for me. Nope, nope, nope." But I uh, downloaded some for her. Definitely into the you know the walking sim and and anything story related. So um, I downloaded. I would. I did the same thing um, because somebody said that I should play Citizen Sleeper. Okay. Which is a it's a narrative heavy game with a dice roll mechanic of you wake up each day and you roll like you get dice and those dice determine like so you can use like one dice for succeeding this way or that way okay. or whatever and then but apparently it's very na- narrative um so i down i did go into the that was day one on game pass last week so i went and downloaded that i intend to play that soon because like you i legit have not played anything on xbox since january since i yeah. beat the halo campaign I have, and I haven't beaten the Halo campaign, but yeah, I haven't played, I haven't booted up the Xbox so we're busy on on PlayStation. Now that I'm done with the Elden Ring, um, you know, I platinumed Elden Ring, and I'm still I'm playing the Wolverine where, uh, playthrough, but that's occasional. So now I'm gonna jump over to Xbox for a little bit and uh, and try that out. Oh, I did jump in back into Sifu. I should have put that on here. I jumped back mm-hmm. into Sifu to try out the student difficulty. Yeah, it's still it's still diff- it's still pretty difficult and challenging like you so still have has to not become the master yeah the game is mastering me it's the problem it, it's uh the time the the timing is better but you still have to remember you're in the game you can do a dodge left dodge right you can duck and you can um what's the term uh like i guess lift up your legs so you're basically dodging uh you know left right and up and down and then you have like dash, like dodging back and forth. And you can't, if you're just trying to do an old school or a, a Souls-like dodge where it's like, I'm going to roll this way, it doesn't work and they'll hit you. So if you didn't do the right input, you get hit. So that mm. difficulty setting didn't help me that much. Uh, I'll probably still go back to it at some point, but I'm going to I'm gonna play with my Xbox for a little bit. Uh, if you as can. Long as they don't, if I can, it's like, hope, hope I don't have another outage. Uh, thankfully didn't happen to me, um, cause I wasn't playing Xbox at the time, but, uh, 
two was it two times yeah two at least two times uh this past weekend it's like four xbox days. Da- was it four days off like and on what, for four like days what, depending on like what country you were in and stuff <sighs> so like different yeah. countries had different problems gotcha because i was i was hearing different time frames on it and everything so long story short this all boils down to xbox is still doing uh drm in one way or another and here like xbox saying hey europe should no longer be encountering problems and as long as you're using your actually they didn't even mention it here but you know saying like it's still having issues basically this was going on and on um xbox is checking you know on their system basically to confirm if you own the ga- digital game that you're launching uh, so you couldn't buy games you couldn't play your digital games even though you owned them um and one of the fixes was uh, make sure that you've set your Xbox to a home to your home console, and that didn't actually work for the majority of people. So uh, DRM is bad, and this is why we this is why I hacked my PS3. This is why I hacked like a, a handful of my other consoles because I want to be able to play these games in like you know twenty years when their servers go down. I don't want to get that error. It's not just that. This is the stupidest thing in the world in terms yeah. of single player games. I've, single player. I games. bought the game, bro. Like, yeah, I get that in in some way, shape, or form. You're trying to like stop piracy, right? Yeah, yeah. Good, good for us in that like we don't own a ton of Xbox games anyway. I think I can count on one hand how many Xbox games I own. Um, I I own a good amount, but more PS5, obviously, this generation. But yeah. Eh, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, I, I I didn't buy anything during the Xbox One era except for some Assassin's Creed for the wife. Um, all those were discs, though. And this is just bringing it back, where like I I'm actually getting you know, in terms of physical, I'm actually getting a little tired of it. My physical collection now that I have like all my shelves full, and so I'm kind of at this thing of like I want to start buying digital again. But then something like this happens, and it's like. I would be beyond irate because I paid for it. Now, Game yeah. Pass, fine. If you, if a DRM ha- outage thing happens and hits Game Pass, in a way, I understand it. I still think that it's ridiculous if I installed it because what's gonna, the second that I reconnect to the thing, you're going to mm-hmm. take it away from me. So, like, it, I'm, I'm going to have to like stay online or something like that the entire yeah. time. But if I bought the game, you should be able to see, like the system should just be able to see like, so I know from purchasing, I'm kind of mm-hmm. going all over the place, but whenever you buy yeah. something um, from say the iTunes store, right? It encodes the purchaser onto the, to the download. It says, Owen bought this song mm-hmm. and it's on my computer. You don't have to be connected to the internet to play it you do have to like be like signed in to your computer, even if it's not connecting the internet, but like once it's on there it's on there and it's signed in. If I'm signed into my Xbox, I don't care if I'm online or not. I had to sign in. Yeah. My name is attached to that game. Let me play my effing game. No matter what, I shouldn't have to check in ever. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, not, you know, not the most hyperbole, obviously, but absolutely ridiculous that if I paid full money for a game, I would be blowing a gasket. Yeah. That they would not let me play my game. (laughs) Yeah. Cause this is multiple steps further than, you know, if you, if you listen to our show, we were talking about, for example, like the Wii U, it's actually right out of frame up here. I've got my Wii U here. I've got my PS3 here. Uh, I've actually, I need to make sure that my 
I think my Wii U isn't ha isn't hacked. I need to make. I'm I'm gonna. From fix what that I up. know, we have it's talked easy. about both doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't think you have either. I haven't. I I did back in the day because I think it's just contingent on an SD card with the proper. Um, uh, pro I have to double check. I believe that's correct. what it is. Yeah. So the reason that I did that on the PS3 though is because if my PS3 can't check into the network and my CMOS battery dies at some point, I cannot play my any, any digital games on uh, any of my digital games that I own on my PS3. So I have games on that uh, that I wouldn't be able to play. DLC, all this stuff, and it really goes down to game preservation, right? Like that stuff, we talked about Wind Waker. Wind Waker's not on Switch yet, but there are, um, so related, but I didn't put it in the news, but um, I think it's Metal Gear. You won't be able to buy Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4 in any way very soon there won't be any way to to, to purchase mm. those it would only be through the playstation now uh so things like that where uh you you are no longer for being able to to play these games unless you've down you've bought them digitally or you're a retro gamer and you you know i say retro gamer you have a ps3 can play them but you have to buy the disc um that's unfortunate from a preservation perspective and yeah, like like I said, we want to be able to preserve our our, our catalogs, our libraries. With your hacked PS3, is it spoofing yep. uh, software? Uh, mine does not spoof any software. I don't have anything. Um, or you, you mean like, am I loading? Uh, like, does it spoof the uh, the version number, the software version? Uh, have to, I'll have to double check. I don't know if the only it, reason if I, offhand I say that is because literally Monday. Uh, mm -hmm. They dropped a security update on Vita and PS3, so I had to go into my Vita and tell the software that I'm now running point whatever point four instead of point three. Okay, <laughs> just so I, I don't I, run into yeah problems. on the Vita. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so if I'll, you have I'll... if you have a uh, if you have Hinkaku on Vita, then pretty sure I do. You yeah. can go into settings and. Uh, one of the things is hardware spoof or software version spoofing and just yeah. change the the last digit, move it up one. Gotcha. I'll check that on PS3. I can't remember if PS3 uh, spoofs that um, or not. I But yeah, Vita, I'll definitely have to check that. Um, yeah, but that, that's that's the reason why we, we talk about this on the show, why we're warning people because, you know, they're, these games aren't that old. I mean, I, I laugh thinking about like, you know, PS3 as a retro console but it's two generations back at this point. We've had the PS4, uh, PS5 now, uh, you know, for a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. So you know what? You know what that does make old. It makes the PS4 old. Which WB Games? Oh. They took the PS4. They took the Xbox One. They said, "What's up, guys?" And, and shy right and in. And I face. didn't cry. And I didn't cry at all. Not one bit. Um, Gotham Knights canceled for Xbox One and PS4. Great segue, by the way. Um, so canceling this for, for previous gen console, because yes, while it is hard to get an Xbox uh, Series X, you can get a Series S. I've seen them in, in the wild. Um, PS5s are extremely difficult to buy, but developers continuing to develop for the old consoles is why our games don't look as good as they could look you know, if we just double down and concentrate on the new console. So that the 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 guts to to move forward and say it's going to be a next gen game. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game now. I already was, but oh, yeah. really? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, what I was going to say is that what's funny is, I feel like, for a game that's, like, just canceled its previous gen, I think this game does yeah. not look good. <laughs> I, I'm... Uh, it, honestly, you know, I, I'm interested, and I want to hear your perspective. Yeah. I, I'm interested because they showed during this gameplay video, they, they by the way, there's a full, I want to say, 13 minutes over on YouTube of Nightwing mm-hmm. and Red Hood. That y'all can watch if you're interested in that what interests me most is kind of similar to the guardians of the galaxy thing in terms of like i want i want the narrative like what kind of narrative did you guys build in this game because they show a scene of dick and jason at their headquarters they have a conversation mm-hmm. um if there's a decent enough amount of that and we're getting like a decent DC Comics video game story like for that part I'm in but dude watching this combat yeah like first of all giving Nightwing like a pair like a motorized you know an engine powered mm-hmm. glider to just glide around and then the fact that Red Wing can like or Red Wing Red, Wing, Red Hood can <laughs> Red Hood. just yeah. jump like this little scene right here just just jumping on nothing I was like what yeah I kind don't, of yeah I don't there's there's that and it's just you know arkham was arkham and arkham is awesome but the combat is just arkham (laughs) yeah i'm i'm the multiplayer aspect i think is what makes me excited about this um yeah that's that's what i'm hoping for uh i'm hoping to play with him with her i don't think that um uh i haven't seen anything on split screen co-op that's the only problem is I don't think it has split screen co-op if I'm not mistaken. Um, she has talked about and asked about the possibility of getting her own console, uh, in her office, um, or, you know, wherever she wants, but, um, to be able to not only not have to, um, be concerned if I want to play something, but also like, you know, we could both play games together. Uh, and you know, obviously she could move it if we, if she wanted or whatever. Uh, but yeah, we've, thought about uh, talked about that so if that happens then yeah be able to play multiplayer with her on this which i think would be cool um and it will feature two player online co-op and no support for local split screen multiplayer the question is though now it doesn't have cross play because if one of you was on xbox Xbox, and one of you was on playstation that could work that could work uh also she's been because she's been talking she loves playstation and i'll i'll play it on xbox if it has cross play um <laughs> oh yeah so she's you know she's been playing no cross play uh, either come on wb that's too that's sad yeah so you're gonna mean, have to buy a series s man yeah but or, if i buy know, a series or, or a dig, or a digital ps see yeah series s would series s would be the cheaper the cheaper option but then that means i gotta I gotta huff the the PS5 into her office whenever she wants to play it. That's the problem. Um, or if you uh, stick her on the Series S, as I, as I would absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that's not you know that's not how I, that's not how I treat her. Uh, no, like I, I think the Series S is a good console. Like it wouldn't be bad, but like she likes, she has games that she likes that honestly, you know, I'm gonna I'll. When you boil it down, the games that she likes playing on PlayStation, they're still they're usually multi-plat games, anyways. So, multi, they're multi-platform that she could be playing on Xbox. So, I think it's what she's used to. I think is a big part of it. But, um, 
Yeah, I, by the way, I, I messaged in our chat. Uh, I didn't realize that it was Jason Todd at first that they show here. Uh, not here. That's uh, Dick Grayson. But right here, because he that's Jason dumb? Todd that, yeah. right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he looks it, dumb. He, yeah, he looks dumb. Uh, he looks like a dumb frat boy Bruce Wayne. Uh, and so like Bruce Wayne. He, uh, he sounds like he sounds like Bruce Wayne. Not Batman though. Not Batman Bruce Wayne, but like Bruce Wayne. He looks like college college Bruce Wayne persona, um, and he sounds like Bruce. Like I don't know. I don't know why. Like I think they wanted to make sure he had a deeper voice because he's because he's meatier. But yeah, it threw me off. But. I'm I'm hoping it'll look better when they do release it. Yeah, I, I do agree. It doesn't look like an, a next gen game, but it's probably going to run better if they're optimizing for just the you know, current gen consoles. So, sure. Yeah. So hopefully. But you know who there. doesn't care about yeah next gen consoles? <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't care about next gen consoles. They're they're con they're concerned about the player they base. Care, they don't even care about current gen consoles to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they're concerned about their player base and i think they want they, they don't want to alienate this is this is coming from a uh, recent comments in uh, nintendo uh talking about a switch successor and the concern about their current player base and their user adoption in switch which i have said nintendo has to make whatever the switch 2 is whatever that is has to make it backwards compatible it, yeah. it have to make it backwards compatible. Whatever it is, it needs to be a Switch 2. And like you said, Nintendo doesn't care about keeping up with a Series X. It doesn't have to perform like a Series X. Uh, I think it should perform better, obviously, but Nintendo doesn't have to worry about that. So they can come out with their new one. Just make sure that it can read those uh, read those cartridges. I mean, I got I got carts that I want to play. I got I got. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, I got some cards. Just, just yeah, you, just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, oh, <laughs> I haven't played dang. badminton. I've played some badminton. Three games. I have three games pre-ordered. I, I, even though I have it digitally, I bought Eastward on physical okay. also because I just really loved that game, so I wanted to support it again, just like I did with Thirteen Sentinels. I now own two copies of Thirteen gotcha. Sentinels on both Switch and PlayStation. Yeah, it. They. They have to. They can't. They can't do this again. This is the new age. PlayStation yeah. seemingly has committed to it. Xbox definitely yep. committed to it. Uh, so we have PS4 games running on the PS5. Whatever they do next, and there's some very rough rumors that they're already working on PS6. That has to be on there. Xbox has made it pretty yeah. clear that. They, they've gotten the Xbox library as far as it can go. They've got the 360 library as far as it can go. All Xbox One games play yeah. on series. Yep. Nintendo has to follow suit. This yeah. We're talking about... Let, let's see if we can get the attach rate for the Switch. But, I mean, I own... Like I said, this isn't even counting yeah. digital games. I think I own like 60 Switch games. It ha uh, it has to have it has to have a higher higher attach rate than the than... just from Nintendo first party alone. Yeah, uh, quite incredible attach rate. This was as of June seven eight. For every every third owner bought a piece of software, so 
What? Just give me a number. Like, there we go. PS3 was 11. I know PS4 was also pretty high as well. Yeah. I love attach rate for some reason. It just, yeah. like, if I'm reading this right, and it's kind of... Can, Nintendo discloses a game sold 22.4 million times against a hardware install base of 61. What? She said 22 times? That can't be a attach rate of 22. Yeah. Uh... I mean, honest, if we're talking about digital games as well, I mean, I, I don't think we have good stats on that. But if we did, I wouldn't doubt it for some of the cheap titles that, this uh, article that are from on there. 2020 is saying it's higher than PS3, and PS3s is very easy to read at 11 games per PS3. So yeah. let's just say let's just say it's like somewhere around 15 to 20 games per Switch user. And That's you're going to try and get yeah. those people. Like, that doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but it's a lot because there's those people out there that literally just buy, like, Zelda. Or yep. just by Animal Crossing or on the Xbox and PlayStation side of things we're talking about the people who just buy Madden or the people yep. who just buy Call of Duty Call like, of Duty. Yep. that's where yep. like that attach rate really yeah. bottoms out versus like your whales like me and Patrick that buy a game a month or more yep. Uh, yep. you know as it, we buy at least 12 games a year I know that it's more than that probably but I would say we at least buy that many yeah. they have to make it backwards compatible there's just too many games and there's too many games that and it's honestly yeah. i want to run again like i want to run a 60 frame i want to do a 60 frame breath of the wild run i, <laughs> I want to yeah do... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so bad that game that game like and and if nintendo <sighs> nintendo don't don't charge for this like if nintendo had the the um you know the the next you know switch switch two if you, you know whatever they're going to call it um there are certain games that i think should get an upgrade breath of the wild being one of them that could really take advantage of it then let developers do if they want to do it do an upgrade like you know playstation and, and xbox are doing for theirs uh but yeah nintendo launching that with breath of the you know breath of the wild oh man think about this what if breath of the wild 2 right is coming out and it's mm -hmm. going to come out on a it's, they're not doing a successor i don't think next year but like yeah. theoretically if they did that and they said breath of the wild 2 and you can buy a deluxe edition that has breath of the wild ultimate that is 60 that is 1080 60 breath of the wild um and it, but you had to pay you know say 50 bucks more i'd pay 50 bucks more i would i, I would Fifty bucks more and for I, what again? I know we're the whales here. What? Fifty bucks more for what again? Like so, so sixty bucks. So it'd be a sixty dollars for the uh, for Breath of the Wild two, but one ten would get you Breath of the Wild two and Breath of the Wild Ultimate, which is runs at ten eighty sixty, but it's Breath of the Wild runs on your Switch two. Okay, I'd, I'd pay one ten. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't. We, I wouldn't be happy about, about it. About, I want it. No, we talked about it on the show <laughs> where like there's just games where it's like if i had spent more like the fact that i got elden ring for 60 yeah. and versus a 70 dollar ps5 game mm -hmm. like sony's first party like i would have paid not initially because i didn't know what yeah. i was getting into but now in hindsight i would have paid 70 or more for what yeah. i got out of elden ring. i games definitely got my it, money's yeah. worth and it's it's great 
Zelda I don't need to play to know that I would do it because it's Zelda and I would. Yeah. Like there are a few yeah. franchises where you know Final Fantasy 16, I I know, and yeah. I'm actually probably going to end up spending 120 on it because I already know if they put yeah. a steelbook version out there, I'm going to buy it, and then I'm not going to be yep. able to wait. I'm going to buy it digitally so I can preload it. <laughs> Yeah. I did the same thing with Seven Remake, and it's probably oh. going to happen again. You know, I, I I've done, I've only done that twice, uh, and that was uh, it was for Seven Remake, and that was for Elden Ring. Yeah, sure. um, I don't know if I would if I would necessarily do that for uh, uh, for Final Fantasy uh, sixteen, but it's it's close because the not only be, you know if I can immediately play the game, and I want to take the you know take the time off to play. Obviously, I want to do that, but man, you know, we're talking about obviously after the Xbox DRM fiasco that happened, the digital style of sitting down, sitting down and just picking a game without having to get up off the couch or go find, you know, find the game in my, um, you know, in my my game collection. It's convenient. It's nice. So, yeah, there's there's a chance that. There's a number of games where just over time where if I see it on a deep sale, like so yeah. if I bought it physically, it's chilling up there and I see it on a deep sale for like under 20 bucks, I've picked mm-hmm. up some digital copies of games way down the road just so mm-hmm. like I have this physical one that I don't ever have to do anything with, but I have it. Yeah, just gotcha. part of the collection. But it's yeah. in terms of a day one, it's literally like Final Fantasy and Zelda that that would have happened yeah. for it. And it's yeah. only because I would be so impatient. Like I was with Seven Remake. I had to start playing it that the day that it came out. There was not going to be <laughs> any waiting. If that game I, is worth heck, it too. Yeah. When we finally get a Breath of the Wild 2 release date, <laughs> yeah. it's probably going to happen there as well uh because i i want the cart i mm-hmm. you know we're probably not going to get any super special editions but if we happen to and I'm, I'm able to get it then i absolutely will do that but i'm gonna have to play it immediately yeah yeah <laughs> i i'll probably i'll probably take the. i mean i'm gonna take the day off for zelda but i may take the day off for final fantasy because that's it's just it's so nice uh and that like you said, knowing that it's just ready, you know, uh, if you want to stay up, you can stay up or you can just wake up, take care of, you know, have some breakfast and, and start playing immediately, not have to worry about, you know, going to pick up the game. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, like my day off stuff is still like, gotta get the kid ready for whatever and do it. So it's still like a limited window, but it's still just because like, I've just been screwed too many times where like something is supposed to get there on launch day and then I don't get it till Sunday or Monday. And I took a day off for that, for that. If I'm, if I'm taking a day off for it, then yeah, it better be ready to play. Yeah. And I, that's one of the reasons why if I want to play it day of, like I've done, you know, do an in-store pickup because if I do an in-store pickup at Best Buy, I can roll up there at 10 a.m. What I think they open at 10. Run, run, you know, run up there at open, grab it, come home, play it. But now you got installs and stuff. So yeah, I mean, still that's a trip or whatever. But um, yeah, I, 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 I totally get it. It's, it's convenient. And uh, I canceled a pre-order because I found out who, was it was. I think not Elden Ring it was another one. I canceled a pre-order because uh, 
Uh, I pre-ordered it week, I think like a month or a month and a half in advance. You did this too. And then you find out it's going to be there like the next week and you're like, nope. Yeah. Didn't you do that? that yeah, that happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, again, I have terrible luck with yeah. day one things where like they say it's going to be there day one. Shout outs to PlayStation Direct. They do a, a good job on the first party side yeah. of things. Um, so far, everything that I've gotten through PlayStation Direct, including my PS5, came on launch day. That's um, awesome. Yeah. PS5 was going to be late, too. Like, something was going on, and then it, it arrived the day of. So I was thankfully, like, happy. I thought I was going to get screwed on that one, too. But Miles Morales, um, a couple other... Oh, the dual... The, the pink dual uh, sense. Yeah. Like, just everything so far has come on the day of but like yeah. best buy fails me amazon failed me gamestop has failed me <laughs> and they yeah. and gamestop charges terrible prices for their shipping yeah. like they put like an extra 10 on it yeah and you're just like come on I, I don't i don't get that um especially if it's well they, do they charge that if they ship to store i never do the ship to store ah, okay all right because i know that you know I, I yeah. live here. I work here. I want it to come right to me. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna bother doing it, I probably sh should, but I don't. Yeah, it just mitigates that. Just like I said, like if if it's gonna delay or if they try to charge you shipping, because uh, like well, I think Walmart does that. But right. if you do a in-store pickup, they don't charge you for shipping because it's just part of their, you know, their inventory. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean. There are worse problems to have, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I do that for Final Fantasy. I definitely would will do something like that with uh, with Legend of Zelda, though. Um, as we kind of cap off the news, uh, Nintendo Indie World. So Medi boring. This is this was, I, was and I, and I know bro. it's indie games. I respect the developers. I do. No. It was fun. Like I respect. It's not about respect. It was that it just wasn't a good showcase. Yeah, I so the only thing that I or I was entertained by the totally accurate battle simulator, but I don't know. I didn't I don't know. the uh, didn't see if they announced the price or whatever, but if it's like 20 bucks, there's a chance I may I may pick it up because it looks zany and ridiculous. So sure. maybe um, I, not a lot else appealed to me. You uh, you liked Gumbrella. That game looks yeah yo so yeah. the that's this part right there that just popped up that was the part that initially got me gato or bato have you played that dude no you absolutely should it's great it's a it's like a five hour long uh metroidvania that you play yeah. as a cat that gets like a samus like you know armor yeah it's great it's like five hours long you probably own it somewhere because uh, I think it's been free at some point, but I think at most it's like five bucks. Yeah, um, totally play it though. It's a great game. See it on sale, pick it up. So that's what inst instantly got me was that it was the fact that it was those people. This game looks dope. Like I love it. Like everything about yeah. like the umbrella with powers and like upgrading your umbrella, like floating around. It's your gun. Like it. I. This is the only game that I wanted to play have all 22 minutes yeah this was the only one that i was immediately like yep i would be i am sad though i think it said that's not coming out till next year mm. that's the other thing about an indie showcase dude like why are you showing me games 
this far away for, for any show for any games like i get it and, like maybe you're... and if it's like a staff like if there's like two or three people like they say next year it could be two years like yeah yeah and it's not like you're it's not like we're doing pre-orders for your little game and you know yeah i don't mean to be mean whenever i say little game but it's not like you're gonna get a ton of pre-orders on it right people are gonna wait for this kind of stuff to come out like i'm not pre-ordering this game but it just looked yeah. good and yeah i but i'm gonna forget about it <laughs> i'm totally like it in a month from now it's gonna be gone I'm, i for me the indie showcase should be anything in the next six months total and that's yeah. that's it and then do another indie showcase in january for the next six months after that or whatever but this was pretty lackluster we still didn't see hollow knight silk song which i don't even want to play it's just kind of a meme at this point about how yeah. many showcases come and go and we don't see silk song um the other game that i was disappointed not to see is the uh follow-up to golf story called sports story uh, i don't know if okay. you played golf story at all you should definitely check that out as well if you have not i don't think i have um it's it, uh, I played it on Switch again. Should be cheap. So yeah, Gato Roboto, and you probably get Gato Roboto on Vita for cheap as well. Um, probably can. And uh, and Golf Story, both great games um, that you can get for a very cheap price right now. So we didn't see Sports Story, which is the follow up to it. That game's been in development for a few years, so it was just one of those things where it's not like they said they were going to be there. Yeah. So you kind of hype yourself up to get disappointed. But there was just, I don't know, there was just nothing nothing there for me. I think if you're going to yeah. do one of these, like again, like you said, no disrespect to developers, but you need to get some of those big, a couple big indie games to at least yeah. book it. Yeah. Put, a, put a bunch of the cute stuff in there, but you got you to gotta get hyped, mm -hmm. and then you got to go out hyped. And then that way yep. you're remembering all the other stuff that you saw in the middle, like fondly. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah there was that cute little one but in this case i remember nothing except for gunbell <laughs> yeah and we're also we're also in the uh you know we we like the instant gratification so if you can you know if it's a indie game uh, you know shine a spotlight on a developer that's launching their game right now you know yeah and there was a couple of those that launched today was it today? okay look yeah there was a couple of, there's always that, a couple oh, that's right, yeah. in there yeah but it's a matter of what are they and they they again, apparently didn't resonate with me enough yeah i didn't i didn't even remember that that they even announced it like um soundfall came out today that's a rhythm game um mini right. motorways came out today that is on apple arcade as a part of your subscription but it's 15 dollars on switch that game now that it, i already forgot about it which sucks but i I downloaded it on my phone during the presentation because somebody said yeah. it was on Apple Arcade, so that's good. Uh, that also looked interesting to me. Um, those are the only two shadow drops that I see. So there's a rhythm game that came out, $25. And then this mini motorway that games for $14.99. I would not pay $14.99 for it just for the trailer, so I'm glad it's on Apple yeah. Arcade. You need, some big, you need some big boys in relation. So yeah. I understand it's an indie showcase, but you need some you need a couple big boys in there to make all the little boys. You know, I'm going to stop with the big boy, little boy metaphor and move on to a different type of metaphor. I don't know. You, you need yeah. some good bookends. 
Yeah, I mean, and like there's there's uh, like Card Shark is one I'm I'm waiting oh, on. Yeah. I think that that's like that's an indie game that I'm or Devolver I think is publishing it, but like that's one that I'm like, hey, that's that's one I'd like to see. Um, I don't think we still have a release date on that though. So it's still 2022 that I know yeah. of. Um, you can download the demo right now on switch you can pre-order it right now on switch for a 15 percent discount but it does not have yeah. a date yeah so that i don't know like like i said getting a little update on something like that 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 people are waiting on would have been nice but yeah it's kind of i think the problem also oh, is june Nintendo's, 2nd they put it on their oh, twitter oh okay well awesome because that's well, you can uh, right pre-order now for fifteen percent off if you wanted it on Switch. Well, I need to check out the demo then, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna check out the demo, and if it's good, then I'll pre-order. Because that's 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 good marketing right there. It's good, you know, give a little taste, give a little well, taste. You like it? Me. <sighs> Probably cry. Yeah. Probably cry. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you like the show this week. Hope hope you like it's us talking about some Star audience. Trek. Did, yeah, do, do you cry when Owen's not here? Do you cry when I'm not here? Uh, do you disagree with us on uh, Deep Space Nine being the, the best Star Trek? And and why do you hate life? And it's okay if, to be wrong. If, you know, yeah, it's okay to be wrong because Deep Space Nine's the best. Uh, they've it's just been that was the peak, and then we've uh, we've had like the dips and valleys since then. So. Let us know in the comments what you what you think about that. What you think about the Nintendo Switch showcase? Do you think that we're going to get Wind Waker later this year? Let us know in the comments, and we'll see you next time. Bye.